0: Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. good morning carla it's january 10th welcome daily Grinders, to the global daily grind headquarters (laughs) otherwise known as john and carla's iphones happy wednesday everyone (laughs) someday and on this date in 1776 thomas paine published common sense common sense very rare and on this date and yeah it's not very common that's kind of a misnomer on this date in 1870, John D. Rockefeller incorporated Standard Oil. Oh, okay. And on this date in 1878, the first women's suffrage amendment was offered to Congress by Senator Arlen A. Sargent of California. Uh, Susan B. Anthony women were in charge of that. Okay. It so, didn't make. It. Okay. I've figured since you said first that uh, there was going to be another, so. Yeah, first was offered. Yeah, it took them a while. That was a long haul fight. Fritz Lang's futuristic film Metropolis was released in Germany on this date in 1927. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Yep, And on this date, in 1946, the United Nations General Assembly, with 51 countries present, met for the first time in London, England. London? They started in London? That was the first meeting, yep. Okay. And January 10th is House Plant Appreciation Day. Oh, that's a good day then, yeah. for the ones that are alive. <laughs> <lot>. It's National <laughs> Bittersweet Chocolate Day. That sounds delicious. If you don't have a green thumb, I guess it could be <laughs> House Plant Memorial Day. Right. You can still I'm appreciate it. Still, still appreciate <laughs> how, how hard they fought oh. being unsupported. It's it's Oysters Rockefeller Day. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I care for that. That's like hmm. an oyster on the half shell, but yeah. then it's like baked in a <laughs> bread sauce, so- in a butter sauce with bread. They're Earth just Earth. too and weird Earth. for me. They're just too strange. Yeah. It's Peculiar People Day. Okay. And friends come to mind. Yeah. And it's uh, Save the Eagles Day. Okay. Yeah. Like the, the birds, the, not the, the okay. band. Okay. The rock band. <laughs> Got it. Oh. I think if you were to hang a map of the world in your house, the hardest and put pins in it. For all the places you've traveled, the hardest part would be traveling to the four corners of the map to hold the map on the wall. <laughs> yes, if you're going to do it right. You need to have been there. Really, you've been there? <laughs> oh, gosh. A group, a group of hyenas is called a cackle. A uh, cackle, I believe it. Cack. I've never heard that cackle of hyenas. Okay. Long before the movie, you should go around the barn at high noon to avoid colloquialisms. <laughs> i <laughs> see what you did there there you go oh. carla did you know that sushi was originally a preservation method for fish and it was <laughs> only later that people said hey that rice and stuff we packed that around we can eat that too and so there you go no i had no idea Ugh. How that's so. Who was the first one that said, yeah, I don't know? Let's eat it. Because you always figure, I always think, man, the first people to do stuff somehow or another lost a bet. Like, I'm convinced the first <sighs> person to eat an egg lost yeah. a bet.
1: Because yeah. you
0: can't watch an egg come into the world and think, oh, I'd like to eat that. I can't wait to eat that. <laughs> it's like, okay, Grog, <laughs> if I win, you have to eat one of those white things that come out of that Oh. Month. So. <laughs> my dog seems always wanting to follow us into the bathroom or just kind of poke her head in. And I go, I guess it makes sense because we kind of watch her go outside and go to the bathroom. So maybe it's a bonding thing. (laughs) It's part of being a pack, I guess. My turn. (laughs) I think that there is some kind of law in physics that says any rock that finds its way into your boot or shoe is always going to migrate against the pressure gradient to exactly the point of the most pressure. That is a law. We, it, it we will can lie. name it's, it after yeah, you. It's never just somewhere won't do anything. No. It's like, oh, that's yep. uh, Until 1954, stop signs were made with black writing on a yellow background. Really? Yeah. But with the invention of a red finish that resisted fading, they standardized the red mean stop uh, for traffic lights and signs. But stop oh. signs used to be yellow with black writing. I had no idea. No. Okay. Um, Here's something I don't know. I still don't have any idea where Cotton Eye Joe came from or where he's going. <laughs> he's just always been around. People have been asking that question oh, every time you go to any kind of lowdown. Right. Where did you come from? Where did you go? And nobody seems to have an answer to that. Oh. Architectrophobia <laughs> is the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Ooh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. I know, but now that I've <laughs> said it, I'm going, yeah, I think I don't think that I have a lot of phobias, but that might be one. That's the works. <laughs> Especially if somebody fed you a like white wonder bread sandwich and you got oh, white bread and peanut butter. Right. It's a lot it of here. softness there. Yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Three Men and a Baby, that movie, yeah, was actually a remake of a 1985 French film, et-tou- Three <laughs> Men in a Cradle. Oh, okay. I missed that one. Yeah, wasn't original. There you oh, go. I liked it, that movie. And now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. The Way, that was the earliest name for Christianity. In fact, it says that in Acts 9, Saul, still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogue at Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way, both men and women, he might bring them bound into Jerusalem. And in Acts 18, it describes... The teaching and speaking ministry of Apollos who was instructed in the way of the Lord though he knew only the baptism of John and in verse 26 of 18 it says that he began to speak boldly in the synagogue but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately acts 19 describes how Paul in Ephesus moved the disciples to another location when hardened and disobedient people spoke evil of the way. And about that time, there occurred no small disturbance concerning the way. And that disturbance about the way led to a near riot in Ephesus. And later, Paul's brought under Roman custody to Caesarea and he testifies before Felix He says, this I admit to you, that according to the way, which they call a sect, I do serve the God of our fathers, believing everything that is in accordance with the law, as it is written in the prophets. The way, it's what Christians called themselves. It's what other people called the movement. It's mentioned several times in Acts, whereas Christian is really a term that's only mentioned three times in the whole New Testament. And it was originally a term it was meant as a derogatory term. Now Christians eventually owned it. Obviously it's what we call ourselves, this term I'm using right now. But in thinking about the way, it's how we live out our faith in Jesus is the way. And it's the way Jesus loves and saves the world is personal, it's real, it's authentic. It's down to earth. I mean think about those kinds of things. But in our culture, the way of the world and it is about things that are impersonal organization, detached information, possessions, material. It's somehow like we have forgotten Jesus's way, but they really are actually following the way of our modern culture. We cannot follow the way of Jesus and play by the world's rules and just kind of compartmentalize and keep everything that's spiritual, just off to the side in a little box. That's not right, because Jesus isn't an alternative. He's not some side hustle. We can't use impersonal methods for personal matters. The gospel is all about personal, life-on-life, person-to-person connections. I mean, in our daily lives, whether it's at work, whether it's family, whether it's friendship, you know what? Even politics. We often forget that everything is connected to our personal relationship with God and to each other, should be intertwined with every aspect of our lives, not reserved for just a religious ceremony, spiritual moments. The way we go about living our life should reflect Jesus, not the world's influences. And so the way of our modern culture, man, it is set up to help us succeed. But those methods of success, I will tell you, if we really step back, think about it, they often clash with the incredibly rich narrative that God laid out for us in his word. And we can get misdirected and caught up in achieving goals or meeting some metric or looking for some way to numerically quantify what we're doing instead of realizing that it's the personal relational aspect of following jesus that matters the most yeah we need to really think what it is that we're following and is the way that we are doing things the jesus way i mean jesus said it look i'm the way i am the truth and the life but sometimes we tend to focus maybe more on one aspect than the others but those are all three things jesus is the way the truth and the life mm-hmm. And we can't just pick one of those and focus on the truth and i think sometimes the way of jesus is often neglected but it is essential for us to really understand and embody the truth of jesus in our everyday lives the way of jesus is often neglected but it's essential for truly understanding and embodying the truth of jesus in our everyday lives and we do that in community we do that through fellowship our local assembly where we get together with other believers the local church That's not just a place for people gather it is where we learn together to live out the way And the truth and the life of Jesus as a community in our communities that we live in. But unfortunately, I will tell you, some really popular modern church strategies prioritize slogans and vision casting and so many more things over being local and being personal. And they can turn this community, this body, this congregation into really just a consumer enterprise that is all about getting people to want more of what they want rather than providing what they need. And so if we're to follow the way, it should be a way that's marked with sacrifice and with worship. You know, the word urges us to present our bodies as living sacrifices. That is our act of worship. And it's central to understanding and living the way of Jesus, because it's not about consuming. It's about really presenting ourselves to God and letting him shape us and use us. I think sometimes the American way has turned the church into a consumer-driven experience that contradicts the sacrificial nature of following Jesus. Maybe we just need to reevaluate how we're doing church, and if it lines up with the Jesus way at times. And we need to bring the Jesus way back into focus and embrace a foot-washing, servant-oriented, agape-loving, denying-yourself kind of congregation and fellowship over a consumer-entertainment-driven one. Anyway, just some thoughts on the way today. I may explore those a little bit more, but as always, thanks for joining me on another episode of The Daily Grind. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Hey, if you like what we're doing, if you like what's going on, all that podcast stuff, rate it, review it, send it. It's out there. Anyway, grace and peace to you all. In Jesus' name.